0: This is Lisa Schwartz welcoming you to Exploring Arizona Life Science Research and Biodiversity with the Tree of Life web project. The series features life science research and extension at the University of Arizona, the work of Arizona teachers, learners, and citizens, and the flora and fauna of the Sonoran Desert. For learning materials to accompany this podcast and to find out how to contribute to the series, please visit podcasts.tolweb.org or contact me at learning at tolweb.org This episode introduces you to University of Arizona graduate students who are studying systematic entomology which more? is the study of insect diversity accompanied by Professor Gagi Davidowitz the students are on a nighttime field trip to collect insects using a special technique called blacklighting the narrator for most of the action is Michelle Lennon PhD student in the UA graduate interdisciplinary program in insect science the video also features Joe Diaz and Alex Swanson from the Interdisciplinary Insect Science Program and Mary Jane Epps of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology.
1: We are blacklighting in Box Canyon, which is in the Santa Rita Mountains in southern Arizona. Um, basically, what we do is we set up some very bright lights that uh, emit certain wavelengths of light that are very attractive to insects. And you can see around these light bulbs the large numbers of insects that are flying around. Um, Okay, Alex is uh, not eating the insects here. He's actually using something called an aspirator, and he's sucking them into a jar. There's a little filter in the tube that keeps him from sucking them into his mouth. And you should always check to make sure you have a filter, because otherwise you'll get bugs in your mouth. Uh, by the end of the night, sometimes it will bring in thousands, and that white sheet that the light is shining on will um, be dark with insects. Uh, typically this is done with some just uh, ultraviolet tube lights, but we're a little fancier here. We have quite a nice setup, and we have two ultra-bright mercury vapor lamps that are running off a generator, which is over there in the there bushes. There are all over the top of this light. They're kind of cool. They're also kind of poisonous. Let's take one of those. This is an ant lion. This is what ant lions look like when they grow up. They're kind of cute and fuzzy. Here comes the ant lion! I've
0: seen those in his boxes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. On a, a Did that rate. come
1: to the light here? Yeah, no, oh, wow. Can I see it? Yeah. Well, you got all sorts of neat stuff up there. Some okay, this is a nymph of Tinopodia equis, the horse-lover grasshopper. Thanks what to Goggy for uh, that ID. These are really, really common here in the southwest and just about right now during the monsoon. We were getting way too many of these scarab beetles coming into the blacklight, and they were actually getting in the way. So I, um, just for fun, started something called the Beetle Farm. So. <laughs> this is my uh, beetle farm, and so far I've got this many, and we'll see how many we get as the night progresses. Also, something's just landed on my head, oh. which is a uh, Pusiotis gloriosa, I think, oh. unless it's changed. Um, gloriosa. What's the genus? Chrysena. Crisina gloriosa. Okay, we have it from the expert. This is Crisina gloriosa, and it's it's glorious. Look at the antennae. Oh man. No. So cool.
0: Male dynasties, that's a huge Whoa. one. So me, these live uh, on
1: ash trees in mountains around southern Arizona. <laughs> <still look> small. <laughs> Their larvae would be really big. Adult
0: Hercules beetles can be spotted during the day, clinging to the branches of ash trees, where they make incisions in the bark from which to lap the sap.
1: Female. Alex has see? caught another dynasties beetle. Oh my goodness. Nice. So it's so beautiful. Cool. This ahead, one is a female. Wow. They have a two-year life cycle. This is the female and the male beetle. The
0: males use their long horns to defend these feeding sites, as well as to battle each other for the attentions of the females, who (laughs) do not have horns at all. Here's our
1: beetle farm now. We've got quite a few, as you can see. These are almost all females, and we don't know why. But there's one male in here. You can see him. Uh, He is right here. And you can tell that he's male because he has a horn. Whereas the girls don't have horn. No horn. Horn, no horn. Okay. Smell. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. It smells do it, do it. Wait. Oops. Do, you do you smell, smell it? it? I don't smell right. it. That's a sex pheromone. Huh? No, I don't smell it. <sighs> You guys know you smell. You're the it? wrong sex. <laughs> you smell? Is it is the restica? Uh, is that Ugh. a female or male? Yeah. yeah see the old, yeah, see the wi- the all the women smell it. it. <laughs> all right. This is a packy sphinx, and it's the largest hawk moth we have here in Arizona, and we're thrilled to have caught one tonight. This is like the heart of hawk you moth diversity in the U. Sure. S. <laughs> How many PhDs does it take to catch a moth? We finished. So we're taking everything down. This is the end of our blacklighting.
0: We hope you enjoyed the video. Coming soon, we will have another podcast where Michelle and the gang check out what other living things are about at Night in Box Canyon, more on hawk moth research, and an episode on mushroom hunting on Mount Lemon.